0: So I know this is different this morning. It's okay. It's never the same around here, but we've got to have some word. And I want to go to Ezekiel 38. We'll be out at the 1230 and no church tonight, so it'll be okay. All right. Okay. You notice the wind yesterday, how windy it was? Well, the Lord showed me something. It's nothing new. It's not a deep thing, but it's just uh, a new thing for me, and I wanted to share it with you today. Zechariah 36 and verse 27. So we're we'll not be ministering uh, after the message unless the Spirit pulls me that way again. You never know what God's going to do. He's always doing something for somebody. I will put my Spirit within you, cause you to walk in my statutes, keep my judgments, and do them. I will put in my spirit within you. I will put my spirit within you. Now I want to go to 1 Corinthians 3.3 3 in the New Testament, please. Thank the Lord for the word of God. Hallelujah. Look at your phrase in this verse. For as much as you have manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in the fleshly tables of the heart. I'm in 2 Corinthians 3:3, 1st 3. yeah, 2 Corinthians 3:3. 3, 3. And uh, so the Lord said, "I'll put my Spirit within you," in Ezekiel, and then He says. That His Spirit would be upon your heart, etc., etc. And I find it interesting is how God does that, because not everybody has the Spirit of God inside of them. That's right. And First John, excuse me, Saint John twenty twenty, if I can read in my writing when it's wrote here. St. John 20, and verse 22. Now this is after Christ arose from the dead, before he went back to heaven. Are you with me here? He was in the room with his disciples, and he said to them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, now, He blew on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to prove that. Amen. It was a manifestation of what he said that we think about wind. Wind. But exhale is a form of wind, right? But when Christ breathes upon you, it's spirit, not wind. Just clears mud, isn't it? Well, what he said was, I'm going to go with the Greek, Receive ye the holy pneuma, Amen. which is the Greek word for spirit or ghost. So they were not receiving wind at all by the breath of Christ. Jesus breathed a holy pneuma upon them. Amen. Which is typified as wind, or the wind of the Holy Ghost. But the word wind, as we were talking about uh, with Danny Melissa, that the word wind doesn't mean wind like we think about it. The word wind means "numa," which is spirit. Now, in John chapter 3 and verse 8, to back that up, this is when Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Okay. That which is born of the water is water. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. That which is born of pneuma is numa. That which is born of spirit of spirit. Marvel not I said unto you, you must be born again. Then he goes down to this eighth verse, and he says, The wind blows where it listeth. And you hear the sound thereof and cannot tell from whence it comes or where it goes, so is everyone that's born of uh, the pneuma. <laughs> the pneuma blows where it wants to. The pneuma blows where it listens. Thou hearest the sound thereof. Remember when the Holy Ghost came into Day of Pentecost like a mighty and rushing wind? But it wasn't wind at all, like we think about. It was pneuma. It was the Spirit. Amen. So the word "wind" here, the pneuma blows. And the last part of that, so is everyone that's born of the pneuma. If we go back to Genesis 1-2, of course the Hebrew doesn't uh, use this word, but it's the same meaning, the pneuma moved on the face of the waters. So everyone that's born of the pneuma is born of God. But how does this take place in a person's life? Well, let me go to another verse of Scripture in Acts chapter 19 and verse 2. The Apostle Paul here, as most of you know, found certain disciples. Disciples, they were saying, okay. And he said to them, have you received the holy pneuma since you believed? And they said, we have not heard so much whether there be any holy pneuma. I'm overemphasizing this for a reason. Because the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, is a pneuma, the Spirit of God Himself, which is typified as the breath of God or the wind of God. Amen. So when you and I became born of the Spirit of God, guess what? God Himself breathed pneuma into us. Now say amen to that. Amen. Right through the flesh, right into the heart, the Spirit, I'll give you a new heart, he said. I'll put my spirit in you. You're not an accident. God himself purposely sent the pneuma into you and me. Have you received the holy pneuma? So then what I'm saying this morning... The Spirit is the wind of God. That's what I'm saying. And there were some here today that were predestinated to feel the wind of God and you missed it. Fear not. God gives us second and third and fourth chances because of the grace that we're in. Amen. Quit trying to understand it, it's spiritual. You don't know where the pneuma is coming from or where it's going. So is everyone that's born in the spirit of God. So is everyone that's born in the name of God. Are you getting this? So what I'm saying is that God breathed into our dormant, stillborn spirit. And life eternal was infused into our human spirit. And then was when we began to walk in newness of life. And to know God. You see, you can't know God by the flesh. You can't know God by the mind, the brains, the thoughts. You can only know God by your spirit. So, when the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Numa comes to live with your human spirit, you are at one with God, and you are in the spirit now. Now, that's a fact. Your flesh may hinder, you may try to figure it out. You cannot figure it out. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit, and that which is born of the flesh is flesh. The fact is, if you receive Jesus as Savior and Lord and been washed by the blood of the Lamb, God breathed the Holy Name into your inner man, and you are not like you used to be. Old things passed away and all things become new. Now you had the potential to know the Father God as your creator and Father. Amen. You know the Lord Jesus Christ, and you certainly know the Holy Spirit. You know his voice. But it certainly helps to be filled with the holy Numa. I can hear his voice easier. I understand the Word better. It's more clear to me. I understand about the power of God. Not wondering about it. Not afraid. But I want the Holy Pneuma. Because it is the life of God. He is the life of God, I should say. That's the problem with people. They get away from God's Pneuma and they begin to become mean. But when you're filled with God's pneuma, there's no meanness left. You just love everybody except one. You hate that devil. Because the devil wants to stop us from the breath of God. He cannot. Now, do we understand that God has no illegitimate children today? You're not adopted like we think about. See, we think about, well, I'm going to adopt a child, and it's good that people can do that, but you didn't beget that child. Someone else beget that child. You adopted that child that they didn't want. You understand? But not so with God. Now, in 1 John 5.18, we know that whosoever is born of God sins not, but he that is begotten of God. Everybody say begotten. begotten. What the Bible is going to tell us this morning is that you're not a mistake. God purposed to beget us. He begat you. He begat me. With the pneuma. Amen. Amen. He that is begotten of God keeps himself. That wicked one touches him not. Amen. Then in James 1.18, it clarifies this a little bit more. This one really nails it down. Now, everybody say, "I'm a child of God child because of God. I've received the numa." Of His own will, He begat us. His God will to begat you and me with the Word of Truth. that we should be a kind of first fruits of His creatures. So what happened when we heard the Word of God, the true Word of God? God used the written Word, and it was turned into a rhema word, and it went inside of you, the Holy Spirit riding upon the Word, and you were born again. This is the way that God saves people. This is the only way that you can be begotten of God. You can't join a church. You can't be a good old boy. You can't do works. There's nothing we can do except receive the grace of God and understand that God begat us of His own will. He chose us. He chose you. You are somebody. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of God and an heir with Jesus Christ. Everything that Jesus bought and paid for now has been freely given to us, even life eternal, and all the blessings of eternity. Even now. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich and he hath no sorrow to it. Even now when we walk in the pneuma, not the flesh, God's blessings overtakes us. And there's no end to it. I was talking to a will Baptist preacher yesterday. We were talking about the ten lepers that were healed, and one of them returned to give glory to God. Jesus was God. Hello? He received worship, he was God. And he said, Where's the other nine? Well, the other nun did didn't come back to give glory to God and I'm wondering did they keep their healing well I asked him I said do you think that they kept their healing he says well God always gives us more than we deserve wow. Amen. that's pretty good coming from a Baptist you know it <laughs> he gives us way more than we deserve yeah. Amen. so from that avenue I'm going to say yeah they kept their healing, but they didn't do too much for God. The other guy came back and God really used him. That's my, my thought. Praise God. I didn't deserve the Numa. But while we were dead in trespasses and sins, Christ died for us. Why? So God could legally give us the Numa. You have him. You have him. I know we don't feel the new inside of us all the time, but he's there. He abides faithful. And he cannot deny himself. Yeah, wow. Now in John six sixty three, and we're 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 about through here today. John six sixty three, Jesus said this. This this is a this is heavy. For me, it is the spirit. It is the breeze. It is the Numa that quickens. All right. Jesus said, it was the Numa that makes alive. Amen. You want to know why churches are dead? The is not breathing. The wind's not blowing. I'm looking forward to the day when your hair is blowing like you're riding in a, a speedboat out there on the lake, blowing like this. Amen. Then the numa's blowing big time. But the fact is, that's secondary. What really matters is the spiritual numa that we can't see but we feel blowing inside of us. You want to get cleaned out and be in let the pneuma come through and flush everything out. Amen. That's what he does. That's his job. He's been assigned to perfect Christ in us. He's been assigned to make us like Jesus. What an assignment. And God can do it. So Jesus said, it's the pneuma that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are pneuma and they are Life. Now, I go tilt on this because how can what he speaks be spirit? You ever ask yourself that question? Well, for lack of a better answer, when a written word becomes a rhino word, it is spirit. But you've got to receive God's Word as a right now, fresh Word. Who says it all the time on Facebook? Rusty. Thank you, Rusty. <laughs> got to get a right now Word from God, right? Well, a right now Word from God is a Rima Word coming by the pneuma to you. Not somebody else. You. Because God's personal. Now, if we're only going to go by the written Word and it's never changed into a rima, it's dead. Not everybody reads the word of God could get it because it's not a rima word to them yet. So we need the activity of the pneuma to make the written Logos word a rima word into our hearts and minds and it'll quicken us in the spirit, soul, and body. It means to make alive. So if we have sickness, disease, and infirmity of any kind today in our physical body, the Rima word, the Numa of God, can heal the sickness because no sickness can remain in the presence of pneuma. Glory, I say amen to that, praise God. The problem is we just don't get into water far enough because it's unknown. Well, I understand that. It takes time. But then that doesn't mean it's not real. We try to judge us by our own limited understanding. You can't do that. God's bigger than that. There comes a time in our lives, everybody, that we're going to say, "All right, Lord, take me in to the holy of holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. Take me into the holy of holies. Here I am, cleanse my lips. Here I am. See, He wants to take us in." But you want to go in with the pneuma. Praise God. So when Jesus said that, he said his words were pneuma, were spirit and life. Therefore, when we receive the words of Christ and believe believe, say believe. When we believe, then his words becomes a reality. Not some religious nonsense, a reality. It becomes a living word, a living reality inside of us that quickens all the cells in our physical body. Now say amen to that. All of us have got some infirmity somewhere, but it doesn't have to stay there if we just understand how God functions and operates. Praise God. We listen too much to the physical doctors and not enough to Dr. Jesus. God help us. So when the Word of God quickens us, we're made alive. The last scripture is Second Corinthians 3-6, believe it or not, today. <coughs> Praise God. He has made us able to minister of the New Testament. Not of the letter, that's what I was talking about. But of the numa, <laughs> The letter kills, but the numa gives life. Which one do we want? I'm going to take the numa. That's the reason When a preacher truly preaches under the pneuma, it's not from the intellect. God uses the intellect. He brings her, I remember, it's what we've learned and what we know about the Word. But when a minister of the gospel ministers to you, it's two ways. First off, it's heart to heart. Not mind to heart. Heart, my heart, to your heart. Amen. My spirit to your spirit. Bypasses the intellect. That's preaching. Teaching goes to the intellect. Two different things. But, here, what I want to do, by the grace of God, is to minister the Word of God, and the pneuma. Amen, amen. Not just one. Right, right. Because the word of that, the pneuma, kills. That's right. You're going to get into a bunch of thou shalt and and back into the law and try to gain favor with God and you'll fail. But when the word of God is made to live in reality to you by the by Spirit of God, then the Numa comes along and confirms that and makes you alive. That's right. This is the best counselor you'll ever get is the counseling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. He will do it one way. You know, us go through the cross and the gospel message. He will bear truth to that and He will make you a living reality that Jesus lives. Amen. Nobody can deceive you. Nobody can tell you that Jesus is not real. Now say amen to that. And secondly, people, nobody can tell you the holy pneuma is not real. Nobody will ever convince you the power of the pneuma is not real. Now the wind blows where it lists. Now here's the sound thereof. It cannot tell whence it comes from or where it goes. So is everyone that's born of the pneuma. Amen. Praise God. I know it's nothing new, but it was just a shocker to me to realize that the wind of God is the Spirit. Praise God. That's the reason when we're really beginning to preach... I don't want no fan blowing. Nothing. I don't want to feel nothing. I don't want to feel your garlic breath. I'm looking to feel one thing. La Numa. It, it, it's simple how that it works, or is it? We can be going along here. You know, I'm through preaching. We can be going along here. And all of a sudden, the heart goes out to somebody. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's spiritual. But I'll be directed by the pneuma to go to somebody and, and the Lord just leads me to that person. It's like the wind. I don't know where it's going or where it's coming from. But then the pneuma finds somebody and he sets on them. He quits blowing and he just comes down and sets on him. And then the person waits for the rima word, which comes through the vessel. That's right. This is the way prophecy works. This is the way prophets minister. They follow the holy numa and simply speak the mind of God, which is the will of God for that person. Right. Yep. It could be a group of people. It could be for one person. But thank God, the numa. It's moving today. Thank God. It's moving today. And we don't deserve none of it. Not a thing. But God loves us.